BMW Podcast. This is Mass Raves, one half of Boston's most wanted podcast for business inquiries. Anything with book in the podcast, it's BMW Podcast 617 at gmail.com. For listening to future episodes of future content, it's anchor.fm slash BMW Podcast 617. Hey, yo, good morning, Team Rays. Good morning to all my BMW podcast listeners and viewers. And I want to say, uh, send a big shout out to all my new uh, followers that I just got from uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you for everybody who's been watching my lives on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Um, who's been commenting and just showing support and love and taking time out of their life just to, you know, support Boston's Most Wanted podcast. I want to tell y'all, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Real talk. But we're going to talk about this UFC, UFC 277 recap, man. You know, that just happened this Saturday. Dana White, you definitely did it again, man, with this event. Because no lie... You know, the past events, they've been okay. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, shout out to my guy, Izzy. But that last one was, eh, you know what I'm saying? But definitely, Nunez versus Pena was fucking crazy, all right? The rematch was insane. Way more than I thought it would be, to be honest. Uh, I think that was fight of the night. They gave Morano and Kyra France fight of the night, but I think Nunez versus Pena too was definitely fight of the night. But let me go to that Magomed versus Anthony Smith. Hey yo, what did I tell y'all? What did I tell y'all? I told y'all Anthony Smith was gonna sit there and come and try to give his all, and literally, man. Homeboy really got, like, like literally quit in the ring, man. He literally got beat into submission, man. And it was just more like, you know, we know Anthony Smith, you know. He's a lion heart. He'll give his all for the game, you know what I'm saying? You talking about a fighter who would literally risk his all, shoot, even his teeth. You've seen that Glover DeShera fight. But I told everybody, that dude Montgomery is a beast, and... He ain't going to come to play. And you think he's going to come and give respect in that octagon? No, he's going to come and take that shit so you can put respect on his name. And that's what he did, man. And shout out to Anthony Smith because, you know, I want to say rest in peace to his mom and say my condolences because for this fight, you know, he had to sit there and go through that. You know, he just lost his mom and he had to sit there and stay clear minded for this camp. And I know it couldn't have been easy, man. You know what I'm saying? I think people who go through big losses like that should definitely take time off. No matter if it's, you know, you need the money or whatever, whatever. Don't risk your body in the cage, man. If you know you're not mentally all the way there to really fully prepare for this fight because, you know, Anthony Smith is going to definitely give his all. No one's going to take that away from him. That dude is a true fighter and real and real talk, a real lion heart. But the point is, is that he, this is just not his time no more. 
You know what I'm saying? And he need to do a lot more thinking about his career if he's going to sit there and keep going. Because there's people who literally fuck with him heavy, actually, and actually really appreciate him. Because he's a real likable dude, a real cool dude, you know what I'm saying? This is literally just business for him, you know what I mean? But it's more like, it's getting to the point where... We don't want to see you just keep taking punishment, man, because now you're starting to look like a punching bag in that light heavyweight circuit, and that's not it, man. You know what I mean? You don't want to retire and can't hardly talk and all that other stuff, man. It's really not cute, man. But, you know, we already know Magomed by smashing, and that's just what he just did, and uh, I called it. And uh, we're going to go to that Pantoja versus Perez flyweight bout. Uh, we Pantoja won by first round submission, performance of the night. Now, if y'all remembered my predictions, I said Pantoja versus Perez is going to possibly be fight of the night. But instead, Pantoja got the uh, first round performance of the night with the submission. And I'm going to be honest, man. And I know y'all going to be like, get the fuck out of here. I personally meant to choose Pantoja. I got them mistaken. I chose Perez last time, and I got them motherfucking mistaken. I literally wanted to choose Pantoja to win, and I accidentally said Perez. But I'm going to just eat that and take that loss. You know what I mean? But uh, Pantoja definitely came in, and it looked like he was literally trying to make a statement, man. This was literally... Like someone walking in that octagon, running over and saying, I am going to just submit you. I don't respect you. Y'all going to put respect on my damn name. Y'all better pay attention to me. I'm going to come take someone you think is an animal and make him look easy. And that's just what Pantoja did. He literally just ran across, did a couple kicks, you know, punches wrapped his hands around that motherfucker's neck and submitted him, man. Like, it was like, literally, like, he treated him like he was a sparring partner, man. You know, and, and shout out to Perez, because like I said, I'm gonna give support and love to anybody who, you know, fights in the octagon. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be a warrior to step in that octagon. That's definitely not some shit that I would do, personally. You know what I'm saying? But... That's real man shit. And women that's sitting there going in the octagon too, sitting there putting their lives on the line. I'm telling you, man, you just got to give respect to anybody. I don't care if they're ranked number 100. If you step in the octagon, in the octagon you got to give that person respect, man. Because the way they earn their check, man, listen, you got to give appreciation and definitely just... You know what I mean? Show respect to that, you know. Um, but yeah, Pantoja by first round submission. Um, I didn't call it. I'm going to be honest. I said this Pantoja versus Perez fight was going to be fight of the night. And I said it was going to be decision for Perez. But I made a mistake. I meant I thought it was going to be a decision for Pantoja. But instead, the motherfucker got the first round submission. So shout out to Pantoja and, you know, shout out to Perez. You'll bounce back, bro. And uh, Lewis versus Pavlovich, man. Listen, Derek Lewis, why you keep doing this to me, man? Why you keep doing this to you? Listen, 
Ain't this like your third time you lost in your hometown? Like, come on, man. But I'm going to be honest, no lie. That was, a, that was a premature stoppage, though. I think they stopped the fight a little bit too early, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. He kind of face-planted, and, and that looked kind of ugly. But I felt like, you know, they could have gave him, you know, just a little bit of leadway just to see if he'll fight back through it. Because I've seen Derek Lewis fight through shit, man, but... You know what I mean? I, I feel like it was definitely a premature stoppage from the referee. But you know what I'm saying? Like Dana White says, you can't leave it to the judges, man. You can't leave it to the judges. And I'm going to be honest, man. Pavlovich came in for the kill and definitely didn't come to play. And I just want to say, you know, salute to Pavlovich, you know, for the knockout. Um, shout out to Lewis, man, for just... For just <sighs> I don't even know what I'm thanking them for, to be honest with you, man. Because on some real shit, it's it's starting to get embarrassing, man. Because this dude is an animal and literally like a knockout king. Probably got like the most knockouts in the heavyweight circuit, man. And I think he got more knockouts than Francis Nuganu. And Nuganu put people to sleep. You know, uh, the, this is just not looking good for Derek Lewis, man. I mean, how many times is he going to let people down? How many times? But Pavlovich had that knockout, man. You know, y'all know in my predictions, I chose Lewis to win, you know, because I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, Pavlovich by knockout. So, you know, he won. Uh, That Morano versus Cara France fight for the flyweight interim title. Um, My boy Morano got that round three knockout. Fight of the night, man. Some people say it was fight of the night, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm not going to go to that yet. I'm going I'm to tell y'all who my what my fight of the night was. But yeah, man, I want to give a big shout out to the assassin baby, Brandon Morano, man. And a big shout out to Carver France, man, because Carver France was, was fighting real smart and intelligent. And... um. I'm telling you, man, he definitely came prepared. Both fighters came prepared. I'm going to be honest. I feel like Brandon Morano was a little bit more relaxed. And I felt like Cara France was kind of winning on the scorecards in my eyes until fucking Brandon Morano hit him with that kick to the body. It was so loud, Joe. You could hear it echo through the building. It sounded like when Shevchenko hit uh, Jessica I in the in the face with that brutal kick that knocked her out. It was literally like Brandon Moreno threw one of the most, oh my God, one of the ugliest body kicks that sounded like a bat hitting ribs, man. When he hit Cabo France in the ribs with that motherfucking kick, man, in round three, I knew he had to go down. I was like, listen, if he keeps standing from that kick, then he's definitely even more of an animal than I already see him as. But when I heard that pow and he hit the floor, I was like, yeah, it's a wrap, man. I knew it. I knew it. 
I called it, you know what I'm saying? But it was like I said, it it was it was a real close fight until that knockout, man. And honestly, I kind of wanted to see two more rounds, man, because I knew it was going to be, you know, full of excitement. But still, even with three rounds, they got fight of the night. So salute to them and salute to Morano, you know, the new interim title champion, man. You know, I'm so happy for you, my man. Like I said, I seen you in the house killing it, man. I knew you had the potential, man. And even through the ups and downs, man, you came back and you definitely showed out, man. So salute to Brandon Moreno. And I think at one point they were going to cut him from the UFC. You know what I'm saying? It was literally going to, you know, get rid of him from the UFC. I know they're happy they didn't now. But uh, shout out to Brandon Moreno. Shout out to Cara France, man. You'll definitely bounce back, man. You a motherfucking animal. And you definitely hold it down for New Zealand. And you come from a fire camp with Izzy Adesanya and all that, man. So, you know, you'll definitely bounce back and get better and better and better. And it's definitely not going to be good for the future, you know, opponents. But last fight of the night. Last fight of the night. Nunez versus Pena 2 for the women's bantamweight title. And what did and what happened? What happened? Did I not call it? Did I not call it and say Nunez was going to win? Now, I think I fucked up and <laughs> by saying she was going to win by knockout, but I mean she did not Pin you down probably like four or five times in the motherfucking fight, just standing up. And then dominated on the ground, uh, split her head open, you know, was just... Amanda Nunez was literally good at all angles, but I'm not going to lie. This fight was tough for Nunez. This fight was tough for Nunez. You got to give respect, uh, you got to give respect to Juliana Pena for everything that she, you know, for that performance she did and for everything that Nunez came with, for her to sit there and try to fight Nunez off and last five rounds from all that Nunez was giving her. Did you see that ground and pound Nunez had? Did you see those fucking strong takedowns that, you know, Nunez did to Pena? Did you see all those fucking punches that she hit Pena with that knocked her to the floor? There was one punch where uh, Pena did the, you know, the the textbook flurry that she always do, the running at you, throwing punches. And Pena, you need to stop that because it's starting to, you know, it's starting to, you know, people are definitely starting to notice. And obviously, you got knocked down like three or four times by doing the same shit. Running at her, throwing wild punches, her stepping back and catching you with the right hand or the left hand. Like, like for the next fight that y'all do, I'm going to be honest with you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Fight more smarter. I think you thought. Nunez had nothing left from that first fight, and you thought you was going to come in and do the same shit. And then you seen that this was a different Amanda. I'm going to be honest. I thought Amanda Nunez was like trying to make him, you know, make an excuse for her first fight loss to Pena. But she really wasn't bullshit. And you could see in this in this second fight 
that Nunez definitely fought way more different than the first fight. I mean, she looked like she came definitely prepared. She looked like she was definitely in shape. She looked like she didn't have no injuries in that fight. And she definitely showed that, oh, you got me all fucked up. You think it's the end of me? You think you're going to sit there and just do me dirty once again? I knew that Nunez was going to win. I don't know why I said knockout because I should have gave, you know, Pena more respect. You know what I mean? I I really said, you know, Nunez was going to knock out. But, I mean, I'm not saying it like it's not believable because Nunez got the power to do anything to any woman in this world, man. She's truly the, the quote, the greatest woman of all time for the cage fighting, man. And like I said, I grew up in the era where it was like, you know, Cyborg, man. A Cyborg was always like... A legend to me, man, and always like my best. But, you know, I got to give Amanda Nunez credit, man. She definitely is the quote. I knew it in my heart and I seen it. But with that Pena fight, it kind of had me backing off a little bit. Like, you know what, man? Maybe Pena got her number. But y'all seen me in my predictions. I said, I'm still going to choose Amanda. No matter how tough Pena is. And I'm telling you. That fight, yo, there was times where Pena caught her in submissions that I thought was going to end the fight. I'm like, damn, damn, no, Nunez, no, 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 you're about to win, and then you just let her get a submission. There was a couple times where Pena hung on for dear life and grabbed her in submissions that could have stopped Nunez, but because of experience and smarts, man, you know, Nunez got out of that. And I felt like it was true domination on Nunez's part. And I just want to give a big salute to Nunez. And that's why you get the album cover for the Boston's Most Wanted magazine. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I really just want to say, you know, salute to um, Pena. You'll bounce back. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Nunez need to take another fight before she just jumps back in the ring with Pena. I don't know what y'all think, you know what I mean? Y'all could give y'all comments, you know what I mean, and and let me know what y'all feel about it. But I'm going to be honest with you. I think Pena, I literally think Pena and um, Nunez definitely need to probably wait until like next year. But if you see them after the fight, it's, it's no choice. They're going to have to fight next year because they're going to have to heal and get clear to come back to the octagon because Nunez was walking away on crutches. Something was wrong. I seen like a towel under her motherfucking arm, under her arm. I think something happened with her elbow. You know what I mean? So I think she got leg injuries again. I think she got an elbow injury, you know, the damage to her face. And then uh, Pena had to go straight to the hospital, straight to the hospital. And I think she had something like a hairline fracture. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like they, they need some time to relax and have a, you know, a strong camp and get their mind back, you, you, you know, their mental back and relax with family and get their bodies right before another brutal battle. Before they think about another brutal battle, they need to get themselves together first. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, I'm I'm so happy for Nunez. Because I'm going to be honest, man. I was kind of worried. 
But uh, shout out to Pena, and I know you'll bounce back, hon, real shit, you know, you're an animal, and I just want to say that for sure, but salute to the now, to the now, matter of fact, and again, double time champ, Amanda Nunez, but before I head out, I want to say, BMW Podcast, I want to thank all of you listeners and people that have been with me from day one. Team Rays and the Pray for Jody squad, y'all already know what it is. Blessings and positivity to you and your families. For all the people going through real life issues, I hope this podcast can shed some light to your life. Remember, we will all make it through together one day at a time. Peace.